Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. Okay, welcome back to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm excited to have to introduce my guest today to have Lorinda Howarth on the on the call today so hi Lorinda good to see you hello yeah it's good to be here thanks for joining it's really good to um to be able to catch up you've been on my list for a long time so um it's really nice to uh to to do this get this recording done so um welcome welcome thanks um should we start at the beginning so where where you began in terms of getting because I know your sister's in the industry as well right so yeah. um where did it begin is is that where you started did was your first job in uh, in the industry fitness industry or did you do other things before you got into that uh I definitely did other other things so I just did basic admin from school but then traveled yeah. um ah. to see my brother my brother's was a um he played rugby over in Edinburgh Okay. And so when I was over there, I was like, mm, something in the health, like I've always had an interest, right? My sister's a physio. Mm. Um, and I came back and did, I did my massage diploma. So right. I did sports and energy and that's kind of where it started to happen. Mm. Um, and then I guess went into the New Zealand police. Um, yeah. So I always had a side hustle. Okay. I was a side hustle type of girl, like always <laughs> something like had my little, you know, okay. and then something. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then. Yeah, did that. Then I did my PT. Um, what was that called back then? New Zealand College of Fitness, I yes. think it was, which yeah, has so. changed now. Yeah, it was yeah. so. Yeah. 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 Um, and then always on the side. Then I did my Zumba instructor. Okay. I had to get my like, dance nice. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I think at that point, also probably about 13 years ago, I finally went, you know what? I'm not going to do it as a side hustle. And I jumped all in. Right. Um, so that's when I became, I actually went all in and became a personal trainer. Yeah. And that's when FunFit was actually born as well. My business back in 2012, 2013, yes. I think. Okay. Yeah. But okay. I think, I mean, we grew up really sporty, right? So I represented right. a netball brother. Mm-hmm. My sister played in the, what was the ANZ league back then. So okay. sport and health was always, mm-hmm. you know, Mm. up there so that's mm. probably where it kind of came from yeah. yeah yeah okay and that that fun fit um brand is just uh it's a great uh, it had a great feel you had the the cheeky cherry logo <laughs> which um was yeah full so it was fun fit for life with a cherry on top right yeah and I can't I carry that like that just comes with me right mm. so mm. you know even for what I'm doing now, I always talk about a cheery mindset and it's, you know, awareness and permission. Like it's just kind of always there because for me, it's just a little bit of fun and I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little quirky, you know, this way, a little bit different, a <laughs> yeah. little, yeah. little cray cray. Um, <laughs> and I just, yeah, it was always the shirts, even this time around when I restarted it, you know, it was the shirts came out, the cherries were there and they just called themselves the cherries. So it provide, I mean, and that's, I mean, we'll probably talk about it, but community is mm. such a powerful thing mm. um, to get people getting results and building, 
you know, that next step, that next layer within a personal training business. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. that's, that's come up in so many of the conversations I've had on here with, with other people is those ones who make it, you know, they go out of their way to, to create that community, which yeah. obviously inside the gym or facility or whatever it is and outside. Um, so yeah. that these people feel part of not just that community, but almost a family really. Well, I think that's a lot of people right now are lonely mm. and even, you know, well, not even right now, but it's yeah. just, they feel like they belong somewhere. Like their mm. mess is part mm. of something else. Like, yeah. you know, instead of they, you find your tribe, right? Yep. yep. You Spot find on. your tribe and it's different seasons. A lot of people talk around, you know, you're in a different season of your life and it kind of explains that, I guess it gives you permission that your tribe may change. And, yep. you know, yep. that's really critical too is that sometimes you do need to change your tribe to keep yourself going um you know certain things happen and you know Mm. roadblocks come rugs get Mm. pulled out you know Mm. so Mm. yeah 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 so um you you the fun fit thing's gone for a long time but um uh you've done other things haven't you you've done other things yeah so I, i stopped it Oh, when did I stop it? So Caitlin's seven now. So I stopped it probably eight, nine years ago um, because I, we wanted to buy a house and, you know, when you're a PT, it is a little up and down and the Mm. hours are a bit crazy, early Mm. mornings, late nights. And, you know, I really sat down and spoke with the hubby and was kind of like, well, this isn't going to suit when I become a mum. Like I can't sustain this. So that's when I went and worked for New Zealand Blood Service as a team leader of their donor recruitment team. Um, So we, collected all the created and drove all the blood drives to get blood really really important make sure you donate yeah, I know you yeah. Can, but donate, donate. <laughs> yeah um, i wish i could yeah so that's kind of when that we kind of shut that down mm, um mm. and then obviously had my beautiful daughter um went back into work and that's when i i mean share my story that's yeah. when i got my first cancer of hodgkin's lymphoma back in 2017 right um, so i'd been working for about a, a year thinking that I was just a busy mum, tired, all mm. those kind of things. But mm. unfortunately, it was cancer. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so got over that when that's when I went after six months. I think I was out of work about nine months, being an overachiever, right? I was like, smash out my chemo for six months. <laughs> back into life. Um, got, went and worked at Harvest Sport. So that was a real turning point for me. I guess, always wanted to be passion-led, making sure that I was doing something that was community-based or was changing people's lives. Mm. So Harvest Sport, it's an amazing, you know, facility and what they do from, you know, little kids learning how to ride bikes and health as well with their active families right through to the older adults. And, you know, it was a great organisation to work for. Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately... 2019 I got diagnosed again with a different cancer I'm one of the lucky ones you know that gets a different cancer um (laughs) go me um yeah another blood cancer but non-Hodgkin's so I worked through that one though um four months of chemo stem cell transplant um and then the passion was always there right yeah the little passion was always kind of lingering and life's too short and that's when, so I um, rebirthed, shall we say, FunFit. And okay. um, it was it was an interesting time to do it because we'd obviously had the first COVID. We'd been in lockdown. So it was, you know, 
we'd had those kind of six months and then October of 2020 I started um and people came like I had 30 34 people sign up and it was amazing mm. but then the next year right 21 that's when I think when you're in a service-based industry it hit really hard with COVID yeah um yeah. I don't know about what you found but totally. people were scared they didn't want to you know, we were training outside, but still people were so scared yes. to come. Yep. Training mm -hmm. a meter apart. It was, you know, and it's the one thing that people need yeah. is to move their bodies, to mm. connect, to get the skills and be around people that are not only just positive, because we know positivity, you can be positive and still be having a shit-ass day or shit yeah. circumstances, right? Yeah. But I think we're going to have a real pandemic on our hands coming up. People working from home, scared to go out, like mental health. And I think exercise, I think if a PT or someone in the health field that is helping people support, move their bodies, can create community, there's a real opportunity if you can do it in a really unique way mm. that people feel safe, connected, without overburning like don't without burning people out right yeah, yeah. um yeah. so yeah so i mean it was amazing um but then for me it just the stress got a little bit too much covid the numbers were up and down yeah. um and here's the thing i priced it too cheap i did i like had a membership style base okay weekly payments um tried to keep it similar to a gym yeah. Probably a little bit higher because I did coaching and nutrition as well. Okay. Um, just priced it too too thin because I had mm, coaches. Yeah. I had <clears throat> if I was in it myself, it would have been fine. Like if I was doing all, every single training, right. but there was like four trainings a week. I just didn't yeah. want to be out yeah. that yeah. amount of time. But mm. I think if there's one thing that I really learned is that you've got to make sure that you got a good amount of cream without being greedy or whatever like yep. that's for me i wanted to attract the most people and i was working with women 40 plus which is yep. sometimes the hardest to get in mm. um but you've you've got to make sure that there's money in it because yeah you're not doing it for love no. you know and people demand a lot mm. Mm. they demand a lot of energy and like yeah and they yep. want a lot from you yeah so yeah so unfortunately mm. that's closed down now but um i'm not sure if you want to unpack it anymore but yeah yeah no that's that's <clears throat> it, you know i guess you you had to get to that point where you had to make the the tough decision and um you know as you said lead lead with passion and if you couldn't see that being sort of done in in a different way that was still going to keep the wheel spinning for you then yeah you've got to make that call haven't you and i think you know sometimes we can <laughs> We can, I'm not saying it was a dead horse, but you know, you can, it wasn't clearly, yeah. but you can flog a, a dead horse a little bit too long sometimes. And, you know, sort of going, right, what have I learned? I'd probably need to move on. And I, I did the same thing with my outdoor stuff a few years ago. I just went, right, this has been six years. Uh, my body's taken it, it's taken its toll because, you know, you, you turn up rain or shine. And yeah, it was a great way of expanding because it built awareness. Um, but it was the lowest price point for, for probably the most energy out. Yeah. And and I just went, nah, I'm done. I'm done with that stuff. So for, for different reasons, you know, I think we did a, a similar thing and I just focused on on, on other areas. And, and yeah. it sounds like you've done a, a similar thing and your your journey's been quite different. But um, you know, you've you've been resilient and 
not only have you had to deal with your own health challenges, you've had to deal with it in in the backdrop of of COVID and and a whole lot of other stuff that you can't control. So good on yeah. you for for making that decision. Yeah, there was a lot of tears. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah, I you bet. Know, you, you, well, you feel like you're letting a whole lot of people down, right? Yeah, that's um, it. And it's and it's kind of backwards. <laughs> you you mm. you kind of like, mm. ah. but it's a, when it's passion led. Mm. You do like I haven't even been able to go back because I like my coaches have taken over some of the classes. I haven't even gone back yet, and it's been about six weeks. And they're like, "Come right. back," and I'm like, "Come see us," and I'm like, oh, "Still hurts." No. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, I think that was the thing. And as soon as I made the decision, I went into the right decision mm. because mm. I was flogging it. Um, and I think I was giving too much. Like, and I think you made a good point is like, that's your kind of low ticket in. Mm. And then that next level up is where they need to get your attention, right? Yeah. Like those yeah. people that are investing in the one-on-one or the smaller group mm. coaching or training or whatever that is, that's where mm. your attention goes. Yeah. Um, and I think we sometimes forget that those, that's what they get is just the training and that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm taking all that learning now and, yeah, I've with my background, with all my leadership background, and I've done a lot of coaching, as you know, yeah. um, leaning into working with cancer survivors and people mm, touched with cancer, mm. which both times coming out of cancer, there's nothing. Like I literally went, really? where do I go now? Like I've had support every step of the way, which mm. was amazing. I can't fault the public. I, I can't, yep. like I can got the best service. Mm. Um, but there's nothing in survivorship. Right. Wow. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> and, you know, like it's like a lot of people want to forget that they're, you know, you, you do want to forget that you are, you have been sick and mm. you carry on. But what we don't do is we don't deal with the trauma. Mm. So we just, they like, just go live your life. Like mm. go do what you were doing. And it's like, well, no, I'm different now. Mm. Like, mm. And I have so much healing on a different, so yeah, just leaning into creating some space, getting those connections. And one of my biggest things is building a community again, mm, because mm. this is a unique world of when you've been through cancer, you know, and a lot of people, you know, are saying to me, but what about the support people? You know, like it's a really interesting because mm, we mm, go and mm. someone going through cancer, we're like, please just treat me normally. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't until after I'm like, but I don't look normal. So how, like, imagine, you know, seeing me, no hair, no yep. eyebrows, looking a bit gray, a little yep. bit skin, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, hey, treat me normal. And you're like, <laughs> can I turn <laughs> your camera off? Because it's a bit fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, so, so there isn't a lot out there already for people who are coming out the other side of that that journey, whether they're, you know they're, they're in remission or or because there's a is it a five-year wait between last symptoms and being officially clear different cancers are different okay. so yeah. most okay. are three i would say like if you can get to three you you've you've got the tick yeah um some are five okay. um you know and all treatments are all different and you know people that have gone through breast cancer they might be all clear but they've got to take other medications mm. i don't dive into that kind of the treatment kind of recovery side what i really want to do is get people back into exercise i'm working with nutritionists but right. really the mind stuff and okay. helping people just to look forward because mm. you can get caught in this no different 
when you're looking at someone getting started with weight loss or looking after their health, we've just got an extra layer of kind of trauma and grief. Mm. But there is nothing, there's private things. So like you can go see people that are specializing in nutrition to help build, you know, after cancer, but there's no like a lot of the foundations might still carry on some support groups, Mm. but there's nothing like too specific that is like, hey, let's shine a light on what your future is going to be like. And then as things start to pop up, let's deal with that. But because otherwise you're just going, yeah. And that, Don't that, go see you in three months, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> that that yeah, that must, yeah, that must help build that optimism if you're or you're you know you're you're thinking about the future. Yeah, but you get scared to too. So there's there's okay. so many ironies, like because you're like, well, I don't want to plan for three years because I might not be here. Mm. even after. So you've got to deal with all yeah. that stuff and kind yeah. of push through or. I don't even know what my life's going to be like right now because I can't even walk to the letterbox. Oh, crikey. So it's going, okay, let's throw the net out and Mm. then teaching them, teaching people just with goal setting is go, okay, where do you want to be in a year? Mm. But okay, Mm. how far can you throw the chair right now? And that might be only a month. Yeah. You you know, what are those little steps that we can do now, right? Right, And then we can decide to do that. Mm. Um, But it's pushing people to go I'm working with one client she goes oh the husband would say oh you know in five years we'll be doing this and she's sitting there and he'd go I probably won't even be here in five years mm. so if you're saying yourself that to yourself mm. right mm. yeah so that mindset stuff is just critical isn't it to getting back onto the right track and and imagining the rest of your life being relatively normal but I think too like you know personal training and stuff I remember I quite like this fact. When I worked at Northern Arena, I would have that one, you know how you do your one-on-one assessment with everybody? And the reception team would have the joke to see, okay, how long is it before she makes this person cry? Because (laughs) I I know that sounds bad, but I I really always... Yeah, I always wanted to get to the why. Like, why? Because I don't want to waste my time. I'm not going to get up here at 5 o'clock in the morning and train your ass if you're here to you know lift your bum or for what but for what pur- I don't care if you want to look really good but for what purpose like mm-hmm. what's that underlying mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and I think there's no it's no different from me working with cancer people to you know personal trainers working with people if you don't get inside someone's head and understand or they even understand why they're doing it for themselves so that yeah. you can like get in there yeah. that's when you get that's when the magic happens right that's when yeah. You know that when it's hard, they're going to show up because it's yeah. on the. It's not about motivation. It's no. discipline and consistency, and you know. And I think if PTs can understand that more than not the exercise, like I was like, yes, you're going to move your body. It's really goddamn important. Like, don't get me wrong, but if you haven't got your mind has got your yeah. body to where it is today, so if mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. getting them inside their head. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it was after you were at Northern Arena, you were we were working together for a little yeah. bit in shape and there were only a couple of consult rooms. And yeah. I remember I remember sometimes coming in after you'd arrived <laughs> and people would leave, people would finish their consult. So you'd probably had the, the session, you'd gone into the consult room, you'd sat down, closed the door, taken the box of tissues and... <laughs> 
and I'm just fiddling around getting ready for my day and client walks out in tears leaves the, leaves the building drives off and I'm like okay so what happened this time <laughs> and you were so good at having those tough conversations because um they were really important and I I kind of learned a lot vicariously from you because I wasn't doing that sort of stuff with clients I wasn't getting under the skin and, and under the bonnet or whatever you know to to really understand what was going on. And I sort of saw that as an insight for myself as well. Well, if I'm not having those conversations, who else is going to have them with them? And um, yeah, that was, that was really, it was quite powerful, but it's uncomfortable for everybody, but you've got to have those chats. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, people used to call me a bit cray cray because part of my fun fit program was always like when I first originally back in the day, like my, I only did a Saturday morning and it was an hour and a half long. Like we trained for 45 minutes and then I would have someone else come in like and do bra fittings or teach them how to do yes. makeup yep. or like, or I would do a session. And I remember one mm. session and everyone, <laughs> I'm cray cray. It's okay, <laughs> but it fucking works. And like, I remember, you know, everyone's got a story. So I, everyone wrote down their story. And then, for instance, I would sit here and go, okay, pair up. And I'd go, okay, for three minutes, you're going to read your story to, you know, the other person. Then the right. other person will do the same. Right. And then this is where the, it started, right? And then I would put on a music and I'd be like, or I'd say, okay, do it in an Irish accent. Talk back to, at the same time, do it in an Irish accent. And they'd go away and they'd be talking. And I'd be like, okay, what about now do it with a jig? And I'd put on music and then I'd go, Okay, now do it with, you know, doing the chicken dance. Like, hold on to your story, though. Like, make sure yep. you're holding on to your because laughter's starting to happen now. Okay. And so, interesting enough, you do it for a little while. They can't even remember the story because they're so busy giggling and having fun. And that's mm. the point. Mm. You are, most people are holding on so tight mm. to the story and saying it over and over again that they've reaffirmed it. But as soon yep. as you pat and interrupt it, Yes. You know, and then rip yes. the thing, throw it in the air, and we did a little bit of a visualization. But they were, yep. there was afterwards, they were like, and I'm like, I'm cray cray for a reason, but I love, <laughs> like, this is like, be different. I guess, yeah. like, if anyone's yeah. out, like, be different, be you. Like, if mm. you've got some crazy shit ideas, do them. Like, mm. Mm. yeah, because those people probably haven't ever experienced anything like that before. So for them, it could really be a game changer because. They may have tried the traditional stuff that um, hasn't worked. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it, it may seem a bit cray-cray, but it's actually probably really, really clever. It, it's a hard one to market. Like, here's the thing, right, mm -hmm. though. So as a pe people want to look good, they think exercise or nutrition is going to solve everything. So that's mm -hmm. what you have to almost market, and then you've mm -hmm. got to drop the cray-cray in. Because if you <laughs> just go in and say, hey, I'm a bit cray-cray, I want to work with your mind, everyone's going to go, ooh, yeah. I'm yeah. not going back to my childhood. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a game changer if you yeah. can link the three if you can you know and I guess the other thing I want to just say is collaboration is don't be scared to work with other people mm. like most people go but they're my client I don't want to share them as if they steal them but mm. the way and I guess I don't know I always looked at it as if someone came to me and then they went to you I've done my job like They've got everything I've soaked and put everything into them that they need from me. Now they need to go do the same with you. Yeah. I've done my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're not upskilled, like nutrition is not a strong point for me. I always worked with nutritionists because, and if they went and 
nutrition was their focus, then that's all they could afford. That's mm-hmm. what they need right then. And I think having those people that you can refer to as a personal mm-hmm. trainer, mm-hmm. and even if someone comes to you, don't just take them on because you need the money. Or like if you feel that that's not, you can't help them, be honest with yourself and do give yourself permission to go, hey, you, the, you're actually really good fit for Rich, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but have a team, collaborate, like do mm. this stuff. Mm. Do, mm. you know, I think sometimes in a gym, it's, you know, if you're working in a gym, it's very much like, well, that's my, I need, I'm on that person or, yes. you know? And yeah. I think, you don't yeah, own, just, You don't own people. <laughs> no, no. Um, and you're right, they'll gravitate to where that where their needs are. Like you said, if they need, need that that greater nutritional um, emphasis, then, then that's where they need to be. Um, yeah, you don't own them. It's uh, it's not the right approach if you're trying to hang on to them, is it? It's no. Futile. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I just thought I'd, like that's just yeah. a, that's you good. know, it's a, yeah, I think collaboration, community, and just, and I guess the other piece, I'm like just, well, I am like a personal development junkie. I think that's, you're probably very similar. Like, (laughs) yeah, just keep learning. Like I'm not the most academic person. Like I know I remember meeting with you and Zach and I'm sitting there going, what the fuck am I sitting here with these two for? Like, I'm like, you know, like I do things are different. And I think that's the, I learn by doing and being part of things and, you know, listening to podcasts and Mm. I'm not an academic. Like my sister is, an academic um and there's nothing wrong with that and i think that's just learn the way that you learn right Mm, and then mm. be you however that is delivered yeah so um that authenticity i think um you know comes through loud and clear in in all the things you're saying but i think it needs to be you know carried out through all our interactions with with our clients as well isn't it that's that's really better because no one else can be you right so that's your biggest point of difference your competitive advantage be cray cray <laughs> maybe i should change my business think... name to cray 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 with cancer or something like you know cray cray after cancer that's not a bad thing you know you're kind of lightening the mood a bit you know they say humor is the best medicine or laughter is the best medicine yeah. um I'm gonna, no... hang on i should write that down cray cray after cancer could be yeah. like a post every week take that down <laughs> I'm doing the same. I'm doing exactly the same thing with mine. Oh. Yeah, don't worry. That's the thing, though. When stuff pops in your head, like if I'm out doing a walk or a run, I've got to stop, get my phone out, put the notes in that just came yeah. into my head. Because as soon as I get back, it will have gone. Um, and, and sometimes you just, you know, you get a sentence or a phrase and you go, right, yeah. that's the juice. I need that for whatever project I'm working on or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, it's good to have that that mental flow state so that you can pick yeah. up the things you need to to pick up yeah mine's always driving so oh, i'm right. always like grabbing my phone with my voice thing pausing the podcast or yeah. the music i'm like yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or i'm screenshotting stuff on my phone and then i'm like yeah. oh, i need to go back to that i need to go <laughs> yeah that's it yeah yeah back to the photos because there's about 17 in there you need to keep yeah yeah <laughs> it's good i love the um i love the tips that you've you've scattered all the way through the the conversation that's really really good and and i think people will pick up those pretty easily any others that um that you wanted to to share or drop in before we um before we close Hmm. i i just think it's just stand out and do things differently i think Mm. if you you know and i think yeah community collaboration 
um, a key yeah. and look at the person as a whole, not yeah. exercise, nutrition, mar- like they mm. are one. And mm. some days I think I remember people used to come train to me and I got them so well kind of versed to go, it's just coffee day and would go and have a chat. Right. Like, because if they're stressed, like, you know, if they're stressed, yeah. it's no point layering in a layer of, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. a thick mm-hmm. train. Like, if you've got your schedule and you, you've you got it, how are you, what, like, just, it's about them. It's not yeah. about, yeah. you know, and I think that's, yeah. yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And and it's a good sign that you've, you've, you're have you winning, you know, when they can tune in and make that decision for themselves and go, yeah. I'm not ready for that, but I think we'll do this because, you know, I'll check clients in through the door and get them to rattle off some scores across a few things. And that that helps me understand their readiness. But really, it's for them. It's not for me. Yeah. You know, every time they do it, oh, sleep, two out of ten, sleep, two out of ten, sleep. Because there's something we could do around the sleep, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, but I think that's that's you you're getting information though, right? Yeah, and that's your yeah. job too. It's not yeah. about to define someone's well. Mm. Well, that's the way I look at it. Mm. You know, some people mm. specialize in that, and I think that's amazing. That's be authentically you. Mm. But with that, making sure that you're laying good, healthy habits mm. for the long term of that person as well. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Part of a bigger picture. Yeah. 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 Thanks Where? for having me. The you're cray welcome. Is out. You're welcome. I was going to say, if, can I have a dollar for every time you said cray cray? <laughs> it was um, instead of saying I'm all like. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I was going to say, so so there may be some people out there who have got clients who have either been through cancer or or may be on that journey. Where can people find you so that maybe they can contact you or, or send their clients to get some some help or some support? Um, so that, you know, because there aren't that many people doing what you do, I don't think. And so, you know, if this community can tap into to what you do and get some assistance, because, you know, cancer is not it's not going away. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's sadly the statistics are, are going the wrong way, aren't they? Um, yeah. So anyway, so where, where how can people find you? I'll, I'll put some notes in, in the you know, I'll put some contact details as well if you want to share me your uh, website or socials or whatever yeah what would be the best way for them to find you i'm just currently updating my website so i won't send people there but the best place probably is instagram and it's just at lorinda howard oh yeah Um, Yeah. or there i do have a free community group um on facebook called um cancer led me here so that's for anyone that has been touched by cancer so I mainly yeah. work with survivors, but I, I wanted that community to be about anyone that needs a little mm. bit of extra support. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just a very nice way to just kind of be in there and watch or get mm. in get like it's mm. just yeah. Mm. I'm okay. not putting too much energy in there because it's the free one, you know, yeah, yeah, just... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, definitely Instagram, but please just yeah, Facebook like add me like i'm happy to help and offer any support or talk to people because you know i just want to help as many people as i can yeah exactly exactly yeah cool awesome thank you very much for your time it's been awesome catching up and chatting i will put those details in the show notes and um wish you a great afternoon and a good weekend thanks rich see ya Thanks for listening to this episode of The PT Graduate. 
If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star rating and hit the subscribe button. And I'd love it for you to share with your friends and colleagues so they can listen too. Cheers for now.